Welcome to Breaking Form, a podcast of poetry and culture. I'm Aaron Smith. And I am James Allen Hall. For those uh, listening for the first time, uh, we do this show in segments. We do literary games. We revisit books that we love. We gossip. We do. We interview. We shade. We laugh. And we are not for everyone. Twenty-year marriage. You keep me waiting in a truck with its one good wheel stuck in the ditch while you piss against the south side of a tree. Hurry. I've got nothing on under my skirt tonight. And that is I's 20-year marriage from her book, Cruelty, her first book, published in 1973. Um, And Aaron has told me it's the first poem in that first book. It is. Which I had not remembered. What made you want to talk about this one? When we were talking about poems that we wanted to revisit, what, I mean, obviously it's a fantastic poem, but what was it? Because there's so many fantastic poems in this book and and all of her books. What was it about this one that stuck with you? It, it's a poem that I use to illustrate the power of metaphor. Mm -hmm. And it's a poem that also kind of defies that rule of not mixing metaphors. And maybe we'll roll out of here, leaving the past stacked up behind us, old newspapers nobody's ever got to read again. We do have two metaphors. We've got a poem that it sort of ends, right? Leaving the past stacked up behind us would be a fine way to end that poem. Mm -hmm. But she pushes into another metaphor, right, of the newspapers. And that is what sort of like the breaking of that rule yeah. really works in this poem. Sharon Olds, the Pope's penis does that too. It breaks the rule of mixing metaphors. And I talked to my students about that as well. I I'm taken with the poem in the fact that it starts with them literally being sitting, you know, setting the scene of them being in a truck and the one goodwills in the ditch and the, and the person's pissing against the tree and then it shifts where they also become the truck themselves. And this marriage is like trying to get the truck out of the ditch while it's like they're literally trying to get the truck out of the ditch. So there's something so masterful. That still excites you. But this pickup has no windows and the seat, one fake leather thigh pressed close to mine is cold. I'm the same size, shape, make as 20 years ago but get inside me start the engine and it's that um when it says that still excites you but this pickup has no windows in the seat one fake leather thigh so you're thinking of the armrest in the middle press close Mm -hmm. to mine is cold and then i'm the same same size shape make as 20 years ago but get inside me start the engine so then it's like right now we're getting into the sex part get inside me start the engine so i just think it's such a skillful way to think about restarting this 20-year marriage moving it forward and then also leaving the past behind and i think that last line moving into that new set of images is really important to the poem. Yeah. Old newspapers. Yeah, there's, some, 
those old newspapers. And I, I also think there's something about the old newspapers. I think of like the yellowed papers and the piss that's left behind yeah, too. Yeah. That I think connects them a little bit. I love how the connection, the jump into metaphor is made after she connects the speaker's self, the body to the truck. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it sort of melds into the speaker's mind. Like, Oh, we're like this truck or I'm like this truck Mm -hmm. in this way, get inside me. And I also love I'll pull you push. We'll tear each other apart. Mm -hmm. Like this sort of, well, there's no other way to say it, violence uh, of that passion. And which it's also very practical trying to get a truck out of a ditch. That's true. You know, so there's something I just love the way it's like it's just both ways. It's like that's the beauty and that's the power. Yeah, it is this violence. And it is, I mean, we are moving toward the fucking and especially with come on, baby, lay me down on my back. Pretend you don't owe me a thing. It's pretend. Yeah. You do owe me something. Mm-hmm. And After 20 years of me getting you out of ditches. And maybe we'll roll out of here, leaving yeah, the past can, stacked up behind us. You, yeah. You keep me waiting, mm-hmm. right? In a truck and and really I'm 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 your way out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just think this is a a hell of a poem. I was never taught in any class I ever took, undergrad, three degrees, right? Mm-hmm. Like Never taught by. Oh, never. never. You either, right? Never. No. And then I remember not even knowing that much about her until she won the National Book Award. And like, oh, this is like a poet I want to investigate. And then really discovering her. I mean, I had crossed through her work some on my own. But then I just remember mm. like the attention when that happened. Like, oh, you know, this is someone who is significant. And, you know, one of the times that I feel like the National Book Award really got it right. Mm-hmm. And, and that was in uh, a quick Google search has just told me that 1999 for the book uh, Vice, New and Selected. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense because that was when I was in graduate school. So, no, I finished. It was the year after graduate school. So I had made it, you know, had gone through graduate school and never really been shown her work or been, you know, told anything about it. I have to say, too. I love, I think it's so risky to say, come on, baby, baby. I've I've been listening to the new Adele song, which I think is really a terrific pop song. And Mm -hmm. I always think about how pop artists can get away with saying the word baby and how sometimes I think it's really lazy and who calls each other baby in certain ways. And I just think she pulls it off so great here. It just has this well, like it's right after that line of violence, yeah. right? Like we'll tear each other in half. Come on, baby. Mm-hmm. It's both like goading and uh, also I don't know, teasing, warning. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, try. Yeah. And also the old newspapers. The fact that it's not old diaries. Like old Thank newspaper. God. Yeah, because it's like, obviously diaries would make the poem fall flat, but it's like the mm-hmm. mode of communication. There's, you know, it's the same stuff that's recounted. You know, let's pretend we aren't going to have to go back to these things again. Let's pretend that, you know, we can get out of this just by being in our bodies and just, you know, pushing and pulling and tearing each other up. Yeah. And at 20 years and we can just start, we can just wipe the slate clean again. It does feel like, I kind of like to think about my speakers, like what have they just done? Mm -hmm. What has just ended for them? And what, like what new moment is starting at the beginning of a poem. And for 
here, I just feel like they have been in that truck arguing and driving. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got to piss and like pulled off and like got stuck a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to wipe away this argument. The past 20 years, we're going to start anew. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I feel like hurry by itself with a period, the beginning of a line is the most heartbreaking. It's like, she wants him to come back, hurry, yeah. you know? And then she's planned for this night. It's not like I've slipped off something from underneath my dress, my, my skirt. Right. I've got nothing on under my skirt. Like it's always like wanting to fix, to take care. You know, there's this just heartbrokenness of like, all right, you know, I've I've been doing this. You have me waiting. We're stuck in the ditch and her willingness. I'll pull you push. Yeah, that's right. You'll have the strength, the will to move. I'll pull you push. We'll tear each other in half. Come on, baby. Lay me down on my back. Pretend you don't owe me a thing. Can I tell you a little bit of shade? Like a little shade? I would love. When am I going to turn that down? So I was trying to put a really nice compliment to I on my wall on Facebook. And I just put rereading because we were going to talk about this poem. And I put Mm -hmm. rereading, you know, cruelty and I's book still has the power to move. And somebody decided it was, you know, it was all positive. And somebody decided they were going to take up on themselves to mansplain and, and started picking apart the word still on my wall. And they're like, does art have an expiration date? And I was like, well, your relevance does. This is what I was thinking about that poet. <laughs> it's like, hmm, who's that? And it was like, they knew what I meant. It's like, but they were going to try to educate all of us because I was getting at the point was I felt like I was encountering it for the first time. Mm-hmm. It just felt so powerful to me. I, you know, there was no memory of reading it. And then another poet was being, was re- really being thoughtful to me and said, yeah, I think mm-hmm. basically what I just said. And then the person had the audacity to say something like, well, that's just the, um, that seems to be the, the sentiment of the time that knew is valid. And like, you know, that's a load of shit. That's yeah. never been, I mean, this podcast, we've talked about, you know, so many classic, you know, quote unquote, classic poets that we mm-hmm. love that have been sure. part of our poet poetry history. So I just commented to the person, thank you to, to the nice person. Thank you for your generosity to the sentiment of the day seems not to be <laughs> generous to people who are, you know, and I said, I, I wrote this comment in the spirit mm-hmm. of, of of praise and you're literally picking apart my word and it's just i don't know and then you said to me our 40s are for blocking our 40s are for blocking girl got, our 20s are for of- for for come hither our mm-hmm. 30s are like go over there mm-hmm. and our 40s are like i am done and i was like bye fuck face <laughs> bye fuck face <laughs> i was like bye fuck face i i mean there's one part of that person's sentiment and i think you agree with too right that Mm -hmm. there's um there is i think in poetry i mean for instance tell me the tell me the prize for the third or fourth book right there's none right Mm -hmm. um there is a way in which we want to be seen as helping the underdog get in like the new person the new Mm -hmm. voice right but that's Mm -hmm. always been true i think yeah um 
But that said, like there's the very senior prize for people, you know, the right. very senior. And I, and I think that presses aren't going to do like the third book prize because there's not enough money for them. You know, they get a right. lot of reading fees. But I do think you wouldn't hurt. I mean, the Kingsley Tufts, I thought, used to be for mid-career. But then once the purse got so big, everybody enters now. I mean, it's yeah. like I see people entering who've won major awards. So they've not really because I used to think you could only enter that prize one time. Oh, I don't think that's true. I don't I know. Thought, but can you imagine if you had to decide and you could only enter once and you I had see. to make your call, like your book could be, in, you could enter one of your books in your career. Now that would be the gamble. That would be when a huge you, gamble. Yeah, when It'd do you do weird, it? Right? But I probably, I mean, I'm sure I just imagined that at, at one point. And here's the thing, had the poet, and this is probably the problem with social media and the sentiment mm -hmm. of the day or whatever mm -hmm. word they used, had the poet just said, oh, you know, I I wouldn't think of that book losing power or do you think art can lose power? And we could have had an exchange, but it's like, mm -hmm. no, they were so wise. They were coming in to be shitty. Yeah. No matter what they say, they were coming to be shitty on my wall and, you know, fuck them. I'm just tired of that. And like, I don't know. And we you have a platform giving, now. You were giving, we can address it. Yeah, yeah. You're giving highlight to a poet that still has incredible power. <laughs> That like, still has power. It just, I just think that's crazy. The 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 close reading of still. I mean, he did everything but quote the fucking dictionary at you in, in a Facebook post. Right. Like, I wasn't even a critical article. It was like, like God, if he wants still... to take that bullshit to his wall and Thank say you. and like take whatever, fine. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I I had a feeling we didn't talk about I before. Um we recorded this today. Mm -hmm. I had a feeling that you, you also were not taught her, you know? No, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I saw there was a, a poet. I can't remember who it was. I saw this a while ago on Facebook and their post was like, the poet I is just disrespectful. I'm oh. not sure what they meant. Disrespectful. Yeah. And it seemed, it seemed like not like a positive. And I was like, huh, like maybe they don't know how to read her you know i just i don't know that was a I think there's comment. a there's a tone in a lot of her work that is confrontational mm -hmm. um but i really feel like she's talking back to your old bad dreams as sexton says right like the the yeah. patriarchy and what does what does disrespectful is there not room for disrespectful in a poem and maybe they weren't saying that maybe the, the writer wasn't saying that you know but no. but i don't i couldn't tell again this is i'm not going to close read this person's comment because i didn't want it happening to me but it was still kind of like huh but i was yeah. also like well i don't i don't mind a disrespectful poem i i don't character characterize because i think that they're um persona poems so i think that the the bravery of hopping inside of of these personas, the emotional depth and and work, I put child beater from from um, cruelty up there mm -hmm. with Bedart's Herbert White mm. as far as be having to go there emotionally and live yeah. in that space. Yeah, I those are I, I'm trying to think of poems that have to be difficult to write, and I think having to live in that space is right up there with Herbert White. Um, at least for me, I mean, if I thought about having to write Child Beater, so you know, whatever. Like again, everyone's entitled to their critique, and I'm not going to close read that poet. I just thought the word disrespectful was really interesting. I was an in, that's a that's a hot take, as they say, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, take, and yeah. let's maybe not close read 
language made in three seconds you know thank right? you thank yeah. you which i offered that respect to the person on that sure wall. no and, even, and, and you know what had i not i didn't comment either way right there it is no i just feel like gwendolyn brooks louise glick sylvia plath fucking auden mm-hmm. elliot these are all people who have who understand speaker persona understand language mm-hmm. imparting identity characteristics but it's interesting to me though i do feel like i've been thinking a lot about speaker and how even the whole idea of how like you read a poem the way it's written even if it has the n-word in it i really started thinking about how i do disagree with that because so much of the educational system was white Mm-hmm. And white people were like, no, 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 it can be a persona. No, 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 I'm allowed to inhabit whatever space I want because it's in the name mm. of the art. And I'm like, yeah, but we're also in a system of whiteness. Like and at the end of the day, you're just a white person saying the N-word. Exactly. Trying to figure out how you can still own own all of these spaces. And we already own them, but how you can still keep people you know, accountable yeah. in them. And so, yeah. so I, I, you know, I used to, cause I used to think I do want to protect the integrity of the art, but I also understand wanting to um, protect the integrity of the art, which is working against systems of oppression using yes. this language, you know? So it's like, I, I, it took me a while to get like, oh yeah, my entire educational background has been in a white paradigm. So you had 12 years of, of, of elementary school, middle school, high school, and then you had mm-hmm. a, a college degree, four years, right? Mm-hmm. And then an MFA that was three two, years? Two. Two. Okay. How many teachers of color did you have? Mm, one. In all those years? Yep. One. I had Toy Derricotte. So I, got, oh, I scored. I mean, I yeah. scored. Yeah, she wrote the did. black and she wrote the black notebooks Which when I was when it, I was studying with her. What an incredible while you were studying with her, she yep. was writing that. It she finished it. She released it <gasps> in 97. Die. Gay gasp. And, and tender. How many queers? None that I can think of, but nobody who was out. Yeah. I think in I had an african-american teacher in seventh grade and then in my mfa and then one in my so three so you had claudia and who is your other claudia and um i'm not you know i'm not going to say the name of the mfa one just because i don't want to say his name okay um, because he has, he's, he's been accused of abusing a lot of his power as, mm-hmm. as a male poet. Mm-hmm. So I just don't want to say his name, to be honest. We don't want to celebrate that. And how many, how many queers until, until Mark, it, 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 it during my PhD, mm-hmm. zero. Yeah. Is that, wait, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Not that I know of. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. My, yeah. So I was, at one point I was. Uh, writing about Gwendolyn Brooks and where she's taught. And mm-hmm. um, I looked up just like courses that are taught at some, you know, the most elite schools in our mm-hmm. country, right. On both coasts and in the sure. middle. And man, the, the amount of courses that were just like devoted to Stein pound 
Elliot, mm-hmm. Stevens. Mm-hmm. Stevens especially was you know stuck in my craw because of what he said sure. about Gwendolyn Brooks, mm-hmm. um, the racism that he directed her way. And Helen Wendler championed him so much too. I mean, she did have a lot of power in politics. No. Yeah. yeah, no, she her course at Harvard was was like Wall Stevens and somebody else, like mm-hmm. Stein maybe Stein and yeah. Stevens or something. Yeah, so maybe there were three, but they were all white and. Gwendolyn Brooks was like almost nowhere mm-hmm. except at like HBCUs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, our it's absolutely true that our education is skewed white supremacist. It's it's interesting to me too, and this is kind of exciting, and it's it's odd because it never occurred to me until, I mean, God, maybe it was even while I was teaching, you know, early in my teaching, that like, oh we can shift the canon because because we're taught that the canon is fixed like oh well they were assholes but we have to teach elliot because he's you know and like right do we like i mean there's a certain point where yeah we might want to know where certain things came from but do we have to keep holding it up as like the be all end all you know and i think that is where we start to say yeah he was there too but whatever Right. And I just think, oh, you know, we can redefine that. And I think that's happening. And it's stuff that I knew on a certain level, like I knew 100. We don't know who the great writers are that are going to last. We'll know in 100 years after we're long gone. We'll know who people are teaching. You know, people will be teaching someone 100 years for 150 years. But we can start now saying, yeah, I'm not going to give them a lot of space in my classroom. That's right. And we can shift the canon with such a fun episode. It really was. A few little things. Okay. Uh, I mentioned something about like prizes for for books past the second, and there are post-publication prizes for third, fourth, and later books, but very, very few. I, I can't, I couldn't find any for any publication prizes. And that's what I meant when I said, when I said for older poets, I meant like the Bulletin prize, I guess some of the ones that are ending of career where you've published and they're just rewarding your excellence. Right. That's it. Right. Um, And I'm going to put some links, including an article called return to the MFA, a call for systemic change in the literary arts Mm. by Namrata Podar. Oh, and I did want to add that I was fortunate enough to have two professors of color, which is not enough professors of color in my general studies. But my original thinking was just in my writing, my writing world. So I want to clarify that. Yeah, thank you. Um, So it's still so skewed, right? Well, one thing I also wanted to say, I was thinking as you were fact-checking, which made me look up something while you were speaking, the Patricia Dobler Poetry Award out of Carlo University is for women over the age of 40. So I do want to say that it's not third and fourth book, but I do like that it's a prize for women over the age of 40. You referenced Sean Old's uh, The Pope's Penis. I'll I'll put that in the notes. And uh, also a link to hearing I read her poem, The Good Shepherd. Mm. Um, so I'll put that in the notes too. I was born on October 21st, 1947. She seems to me a Scorpio, Scorpio. right on the cusp. Yes. Um, she died on March 20th, 2010. Cruelty was her first book in 1973. Wow. You referenced her, um, the killing floor as well in 1978. It was a Lamont selection. 
Um, and she uh, won the National Book Award for Vice in like And they still like, have power. And they still they have power. still have power. Yeah. Look at that. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, Gwendolyn Brooks, too. And Gwendolyn Brooks never appeared in a single volume of the best American poetry. And she never edited one before What year did death. she die? 2000. Wow. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy, it started in 88, I believe. You're right. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So when we when I talk about the insidiousness of, of how white our education, especially our graduate education in creative writing is, it's it, we're not fucking around there. That's fucking serious shit. That's really fucked up. It's funny, as you were speaking, I know these conversations get longer, but I was looking up Toy Derricott, who was my teacher. And I talk about it in the episode and you were talking mm-hmm. about, she, she's said this before and I wanted to make sure that I got the, the quote, right? So <clears throat> when I was in graduate school in 1985, this is, this is toy. And I asked why we had never read an African-American poet. My graduate professor said, we don't go down that low. <gasps> yep. 1985. So we weren't reading any African-American writers. And if you're an African-American poet, there was just no way you could have some sense of validation. And we know that Toy and Cornelius Eady went on to start Cave Conum, which is one of the most important literary movements of our lifetime. I believe that completely. Yeah, that knocked, that literally knocked the wind out of me, what you just said. Natasha Trethway has a similar story about um, studying at UMass Amherst um, and uh, a poetry professor there. Uh, who I believe is dead now, um, but said, well, if you want to write political poems, why don't you write about the potato famine in, oh my in, God. in Ireland? Like, why do you have to write about, about race? Jesus. And, yeah. Right. God. And it's funny whenever white people say like, why don't you write about race? They forget they have one. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're really mean. Like, why don't you write about blackness? Why do you, why do you write about blackness? What the fuck are you doing, white people? <laughs> I think what the fuck are you doing, white people, is mm-hmm. should be on, I don't know, buildings. Hey, everyone. If you like today's breaking form, please go to the Apple Store and review us with five stars. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BreakingFormPod. And be sure to check the show notes for references. And remember, we're not for everyone. (laughs) 